You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Ladies and gentlemen, you can flee the country, you can change your name, you can make jokes about the Reverend Jim Jones, but the punchline would be too long. I stole that one. <laughs> From the internet. <laughs> the punchline. Mass suicide. Don't drink the punch. But anyway, there's no way that you're going to escape the watch list, so fuck that. Um, <laughs> that should just be the opening. Right. Right. <laughs> Which, speaking of Jim Jones, we're going to talk about uh, how to spot a sociopath later. Actually, I found a better article than the one I sent you. Um, well, I didn't send you. I, I told you it was top eight. These are top ten red flags that could save you from being swept under the influence of a charismatic nut job. Now, this has happened to me. Um, Reverend Jim Jones was one. They're always leaders. But that's why I fall for the villains in films. You love the villains? Yeah. Who's your favorite villain? The governor from Walking Dead. Because mm-hmm. he's charming. You know, and you know he's lying, but you're like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's that bad boy thing, too. It is. It's the sociopath thing. I love it. <laughs> Brainwash me. I love it. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'll believe, I want to believe. I want to believe I can change him. <laughs> exactly. It's that, too. I think it's that, too. I think it's that, well, he's not a bad boy. Like I, I'll get to the bottom of this. I'll peel back his layers. I'll save him from himself. Eh, wrong. <laughs> it's the nurturing side. Yeah, they're natural born assholes, and they always will be. That's the thing. You, you Girls... You got to realize, or ladies, women, you have to realize that these are their issues, not yours. Don't take them on. Move on with your life. These people are fucking nuts. <laughs> They're not worth your time. So, we just got back from San Diego Comic Con. Yes, sir. How's that jet lag treating you? Um, you know, I, I, I went to work, and um, I get to work, and I see that I, I got out a little bit early. Because my boss um, wanted to go to a concert. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. What concert? Yeah. I'm trying to remember uh, who she said she was going to see. Because she said it real quick when she was passing by um, at the end of the day. I can't remember now. She was um, like, guar, bye. But uh, we were talking about Mopop this weekend. And she's like, I love any music. I love all music. I, I don't care who it's by. Even if I don't know the band, I'll go see them. Because I just love music in general. So she's always at different concerts. Every time I talk to her, she's always like talking about how she has concert tickets somewhere. Your boss is pretty cool. Didn't she play synthesizer? Uh, you know what? No, no, no. Maybe that was somebody else. But no, I'm pretty sure it was her because it surprised me because it was when she, I think we were talking about when she first opened uh, the salon. Oh, that's not her. Oh, that's <laughs> one of my other bosses. Never mind. So at my vet job. But she's cool too. <laughs> That's cool. I see. I like that. Like, even if I don't know, if I got a free ticket to go somewhere, I'm like, oh, I'll check out that band. And if three songs deep, if they suck, oh well, I'll have another drink. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. But that's a good way to be, though, to be open. That's how you discover new people. So, but yes, we were at SDCC, and uh, so you got out early. So yeah, there's nothing like it being a Monday, and you have to go to work at 8:30 a.m. After traveling, and then you get to work, and you're like, "Oh hell yeah!" I get out an hour and a half early. Right? Yeah, no kidding. Well, I got to work, and I had three massages, but one of them was a two hour, so it did kind of feel like seven hours. Speaking of hours, we are cutting this to an hour short, because um, there are other events happening, uh, and we're very tired. So, um, but anyways, um, so STCC. San Diego Comic-Con was a monster, as it has been in years past, but it was a fun monster. Uh, Holly went on Saturday, uh, the mecca of all days, and uh, Holly just got hooked on uh, a new drug. So that, that's, that's news. Tell us all about it. Uh, I went into San Diego Comic-Con. And uh, you know what, this time, because in past times that I've gone, I was more, uh, I felt like I was there promoting for other people or trying to push their work. And I didn't really get much of a chance to walk around and really enjoy the con. So this time I figured that 
I'd go and check out each booth and possibly buy something. Because at San Diego Comic-Con, that's where they have all their exclusive stuff and a lot of rare items. So I, Casey and Jason and many of, of my other friends have these Funko Pops. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of them, but I've never bought one before uh, San Diego Comic-Con. So I was actually just at the booth because Casey was going to buy one for her boyfriend and herself. Um, and then... She pointed out to me that there was Ren and Stippy ones, and that is a huge thing actually between me and her too. Because back when we were um, probably in middle school, is when the peak of uh, Ren and Stippy was. Yeah, or or end of elementary, something yeah. like that. Either way, I remember us doing the happy happy joy joy dance and rubbing our asses together <laughs> in your living room, <laughs> rubbing our asses together. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, that's what they were doing the, in the dance. Uh, so when I saw it, I got super excited and they had these limited edition ones, um, which was really cool. And, uh, I'm sure that they'll be worth money someday. <laughs> but now I'm like, oh, they got this one and this one and this one. But, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to spend any more money that day. <laughs> right. I don't want to keep, you know, plus it, like you said, it was hard traveling with all the stuff that you bought. Oh yeah, we had. I didn't even think about it. I bought like a a hundred pound book. <laughs> it was well, it was like twenty pounds, but it was the Star Wars, all the graphic novels. But it was called the Star Wars because it was based on the original George Lucas screenplay. Meaning that there's a lot that's different. C three PO is a woman robot. Um, Han Solo is an alien. Oh, you read it. Uh, I just know these things, like the, the little points that are different just because in passing and hearing it. And then it was $100 originally from Dark Horse. It was leather bound. It actually has um, <clears throat> a cover portfolio and all that fancy bells and whistle stuff. And I got it for 50% off, so 50 bucks. I have to brag about a great bargain. I have to do that again. <laughs> That's the noise you want to make, though? Oh, uh, wait. Uh, hang on. <laughs> That's so dramatic. There we go. I want to brag. Dun, dun, dun. I'm just guessing which ones are positive, which ones are negative. What the hell is this? It's playing the oh, violin. Oh no, that's sad. No, 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 don't, don't, no, no, no. It's not sad. It's sad that we're not in California. Sad for those people that got ripped out of fifty bucks. Yeah, no shit. People who paid a hundred bucks for that shit. Uh, but Casey was like a kid in a candy store because anytime we went around Star Wars, Star Wars stuff, she was like, "I, I need that. I mean, it's on sale and." It's like half off, so I have to get it. Even Holly couldn't stop me. That's that's <laughs> when you know it's bad. When Holly cannot talk me out of buying an item, I bought. Listen, I speak Hutties, okay? I had to get the Jabba the Hut wallet. Well, come on, where do you see that? We were passing by the backpacks. The backpacks are like what, a hundred bucks or something? Oh yeah, they, they were up 150. there, hundred fifty, hundred fifty. And you, <laughs> you're trying slide. to reason with it. You're like, I need, I need the Jabba the Hut one, and. uh I mean, but I, I shouldn't have spent any more money. But I mean, they have like these like coin purses. I mean, those are only like 20 bucks. And then the woman from Loungefly <laughs> came up to me when she heard me and she said, you know, we've only got six left. She's and like a these dealer. Are $20 and they're limited edition. <laughs> so and she was like in my face. She She's wanted like, you. Yes, she to did. buy them all. She was like a drug dealer. Like <laughs> she hey, was. Shh, I heard you. I got Come the goods. The corner. <laughs> Come over. She have on like a trench coat. With I was going to say she had a trench lining. coat, and she was like, <laughs> "I got them Hutties wallets." <laughs> I love them. Yeah, but then, but then we Re-pour then you go, then you go. Hey, uh, people are standing in line to get a picture in front of uh, what was it? Oh, the, it was um, a piece of the set from the new movie, The Last Jedi. But people are like, I was like, oh my god, we should get a picture taken. And then I'm looking at it, and okay, it's the set, it's it's the grid, you know, um, and it looks really sweet. But they will only let you get so close. So you've got these family photo style setup because you're like a hundred yards away from the actual set is just kind of in the background and you're standing there with your mom and dad like cheese I'm like hell no get you're me like, up on that you're set like, they, I bet they charge nah I'm not doing it yeah do that no <laughs> what do you want to go up there and touch it and lick on it 
I wanted to act like I wanted to act like I was reading the grid. Can like I, make a special I was General Leia Organa, and I was giving basically the rundown of how the shit was gonna go down when we went into battle. But they weren't gonna allow that because I don't have You're thirty like, minutes. You have the original Princess Leia costume back there that I can put on while I touch this map. Yeah, come on, don't hold on to me, man. Don't mm. hold on. I wrote a book. <laughs> I wrote a book. <laughs> oh, they're changing Should have tried to get press passes, but they would have let you closer. <laughs> Seriously. I need well, I need a pro pass next time. My boyfriend had a pro pass. I missed out on that. But uh I did get the Exorcist Reagan pop vinyl figure. And I'm leaving it in the box because it has barf splatter on it. Absolutely love it. Now if we want to sit here and split hairs. Eric Gutierrez will agree. This is not Reagan. This is the demon in Reagan's <laughs> body. This is Pazuzu. Eric would agree with me. However, I don't want to split hairs. I think it's great. I think it's awesome. She's covered in vomit. Um, it has the Exorcist uh, poster. I wonder, on the back. like, so does every Funko Pop have a limited edition one? I think so. I think they get around so to what it. What is either. the limited edition Reagan one? Uh. Yeah, like does she look like regular Linda Blair? Is there just a straight Linda Blair one? Probably not. Give me a Pazuzu. I want to see that little devil in stone. Do a whole Exorcist series. I want a regular one now too. <laughs> oh, oh, now you want one. Uh, I want a Ren and Stimpy one. How That's about cool. that? <laughs> That's cool with the the cuts on her face and the. Vomit she does look sweet. And and Jason, who's never even seen the movie, he's like, You gotta keep that in the box. That looks sweet. I'm like, You gotta see the movie. Kelly has <laughs> never seen the movie. Oh, I know. It's a, let's not talk about it. What was his favorite co- part of the con? That people were willing to talk to me. I, and when, when I say that, I don't mean that as in this social anxiety. I mean, I went there to show off my portfolio. Uh, but I think the Star Wars thing was my favorite. <laughs> I was so confused. I go, what was his favorite part of the con? You're like, that people were willing to talk to me. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. he was, he liked that people were willing to talk to me. Because he usually don't want to talk to me. <laughs> he didn't need to be embarrassed of me. Um, his favorite part of the con? You know, I'm going to have to ask him because the first day he was not ready for this. He was so overwhelmed. Uh, he was deer in headlights. When we split up to go talk to people, I texted him, like, I talked to this person, this person, this person. Who did you talk to? He goes, I wandered around aimlessly after you left. And I have no idea what it would He didn't say that part, but he just, like, he was not ready for all those people. And we just got off the plane, and he's like, this is a total, a whole other animal. And then he got self-conscious about his work, how hard to do. And I'm just like, dude. But the next day, he was much better once he was rested. But um, his favorite part... I don't know. I'm going to have to ask him. Going back to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Getting froyo. Oh, wait. <laughs> Watching us eat frozen. <laughs> Watching us eat frozen yogurt. Um, but, uh. Laying on the beach. <laughs> right. Getting sunburnt. He bought some aloe today. But, uh. All right. So. I think we should roll into some topics. And speaking of sociopaths, paths, according to naturalnews.com, how to spot a sociopath, 10 red flags that could save you from being swept under the influence of a charismatic nut job. Now, I'm not going to say your name, but my friend, all right, she is, she was recently lured away from her relationship that needed to end by someone who was very charming, charismatic, you know. But he started playing the whole push-pull game later on, and then it just seems like he's full of shit, and I call him out for being a sociopath, sort of. So, anyways, this is how you can spot one. Uh, Natural news. Uh, One of the more offensive duties of being an investigative journalist is taking out trash, exposing liars, frauds, con artists, and scammers for the people they truly are. Uh, each time we investigate a sociopath, we find that they are always have a little cult group following of special or spellbound worshippers who consider that particular sociopath to be a guru or prophet. A, yeah, a prophet. Um, sociopaths are masters at influence and deception. Very little of what they say actually. 
checks out in terms of facts or reality, but they're extremely skillful at making the things they say sound believable, even if they're just making them up out of thin air. Um, do, 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 do. Okay, let's just skip to it. Ten signs for spotting a sociopath. Sociopaths are charming. This is number one. Sociopaths have a high charisma and tend to attract a following just because people want to be around them. They have a glow about them that attracts people who typically seek guidance or direction. They often appear to be sexy. I have to say it like that. <laughs> or have a strong sexual attraction. Not all sexy people are sociopaths. Sexy. Sexy <laughs> people are sociopaths. But. Favorite button. Watch out for the over-the-top sexual appetites and weird fetishes. <laughs> <laughs> well, define weird. Um, so you did. <laughs> can I say this? Yeah. You dated a sociopath before. Um, mm-hmm. Was there any weird sexual fetishes? Not homosexual. Wait, homosexual. I thought you said homosexual. No, I said weird sexual. <laughs> you said <fetish>. homosexual. <laughs> Not homosexual. What? <laughs> I mean, I didn't think it was a homosexual at the moment. <laughs> I think, like, oh my now, mind you, I was never down for this, but I think there was water sports involved. <laughs> like, that was one of his fantasies, and I was like, no. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, and, and then he cheated on me with people on Adult Friend Finder, so there you go. The people he was talking to were, like, old. Like, really old. <laughs> Ugh. Like not grandma. Cougar. Like I'm talking grandma. Grandma friend oh. finder. I think that would count as this weird sexual fetish. I think Found so. It. <laughs> Figured it out. <laughs> I'm having too much fun with this tonight. Number two, sociopaths are more spontaneous and intense than other people. This is true. Because and I've found this time and time again, they're just like, oh my god, there's so much fun they're just like spur of the moment for spirit that's what i like in a man they tend to do bizarre <laughs> sometimes erratic things that regular people would not do they are unbound by normal social contracts um their behavior often seems irrational or extremely risky like hell yeah i want to go skydiving right this minute <laughs> what <are> you? <laughs> I just jump off the plane that I was traveling in. <laughs> I felt, Bye. That's how I felt when we were about to land in Emergency Detroit. Exit. Bye. <laughs> just let me off here. I'm fine. I'll walk. I'll walk. <laughs> it's like Beavis and Butthead do America, where they jump out of the trunk. He's like, when you hit the ground, just start running really fast. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, this is another good one. And the same with uh, that asshole I was dating. Uh, Sociopaths are incapable of feeling shame, guilt, or remorse. Their brains simply lack the circuitry to process such emotions. This allows them to retrieve people, threaten people, or even harm people without giving it a second thought. They pursue any action that serves their own self-interest, even if it seriously harms others. This is why you will find very many uh, or many very successful sociopaths in high levels of government in any nation. Uh, pursue any action that serves their own self-interest, even if it seriously harms others. That reminds me of somebody. It's funny because I'm gonna always going to look at Holly and be like, this reminds me of so-and-so. <laughs> she eats another pretzel. <laughs> 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 Uh, they invent outrageous lies about their experiences. You know, um, God, I want to say names and I can't. Uh, they wildly exaggerate to the point of absurdity. I dated a guy for almost four years and lived with them who kind of did that. He would make up like these legendary family stories. <laughs> that were like really weird, like historical things about in my bloodline. You know, my family were, I don't know, stuff about like sneaking wine underground or shit like that. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I know if you go back and back the underground like, wine business. Yeah. yeah like the wildest stories. <laughs> like the Dukes of Hazard of Wine. Exactly. <laughs> this is family. <laughs> yeah, well, why don't you're like skidding across a hood, like with two bottles of wine, like, whoa. <laughs> 
like ab fab up in this bitch. Maybe that just made him feel more important. That's the thing is that like, and his dad had the same like outland. Like every story became like a fish story. It got bigger and bigger every time we told it. And I'm like, this never actually happened, did it? And then one day you'll be led underground and you'll find that it was true. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all the wine. It's the underground wine road. Underground wine road. <laughs> like this could have been all yours, but no, not anymore. As he <laughs> puts his face in the river of wine. Oh, <laughs> oh the people I've dated. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Sociopaths seek to dominate others and win at all costs. I'm kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> They hate to lose any argument or fight and will viciously defend their web of lies, even to the point of logical absurdity. Yeah, that was Mike. I want to say his name. Fuck it. <laughs> Look at her face. I'm going to balls to the wall. He loves podcasts, Tonight. too. I hope he's fucking listening. I hope he calls listen, in. Mike. Let me let me know, Mike. You, you listen real close. I'll fuck you up. Yep. I want to fuck you up for years. Come it's find true. me outside. Catch me outside. Catch me outside. I'll break your fucking face and your one gimp leg. <laughs> Asshole. I need to let it go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is her therapy session right now. It is. There's a lot of unresolved shit from that. Like, that relationship really fucked me up for a long time. Um, sociopaths tend to be highly intelligent, but they would rather use their brain power to deceive others rather than empower them. Their high IQs often makes them dangerous. This is why many of the best known serial killers who successfully evaded, have successfully evaded law enforcement and they were sociopaths. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're very clever. They use their IQ for cleverness. Uh, sociopaths are incapable of love. This is true. Uh, and are entirely self-serving. They may feign love or compassion in order to get what they want, but they don't actually feel, that's the way it's written, feel love in the way that you or I do. They also speak poetically. Oh my God, I'm having flashbacks. They are the master of wordsmiths, uh, able to deliver a running stream of consciousness monologue that is both intriguing and hypnotic. Um, they are expert storytellers and even poets. As a great example of this, actually, watch this interview of Charles Manson on YouTube. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> example. <laughs> See also Charles Manson. He's like doing like a scat jazz. <laughs> Charles Manson and his weird gaze. Oh that he does. Are you into that? She is. <laughs> what? I go. She. In, I go. Are you into that? She's like. Yeah, he's weird because it looks like, like you are. It looks like me in the morning with a beard, and I'm I'm, you're so I'm gorgeous. You're so into so yourself. Yeah, exactly. I'm picturing you doing like scat though, with like the crazy eyes. Give it up to do. Yes, with the eye. You gotta have the eye. <laughs> Now a little more twitchy. Ship uh, <laughs> Now Michael Jackson. Um, sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> Holly actually told me when we were going down to the beach, like I had some you know aviators on, and like I'm white as a fucking ghost, right? And I had I, my bathing suit on and a large oversized black hoodie, and the hood was up, and it looked like I had no pants on. I had, I mean, I, I just had my bathing suit on with an oversized hoodie. She looked at me. She goes, "You look like Michael Jackson, but not." <laughs> <laughs> that was the compliment of the year. She had okay. I forgot my pants. I know, but like, not really. <laughs> well, I thought it would be offensive. I said, "Yeah." I, like, <laughs> I feel like a child when I go pants. She had like one little ringlet thing coming out the front. It oh, is true. Of her hat. She's, wearing a, no. she's wearing a hat. And she had like one little ringlet, and then she had like a hoodie over the hat. Yeah, and her hair is dark. All that was missing was the gloves. She, she's, you know, she's light skin, and 
I was ready to ask Annie if she's okay. She kind of had her head down. And all that I could see was this little ringlet thing. And like, <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to describe now, but. <laughs> Just stop dog me around. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, let's go to the beach. Holly, <laughs> splash me. Watch me Blank play. It. Blank Blank it. it. Yes. <laughs> Want to go to my amusement park? <laughs> you can ride all my rides. Uh, uh, we're going we're go to the beach and then we're going to have some cheese. cheese. I thought yeah, at first I thought you said cheeses. I'm like, cheeses. Oh, Wait, where were cheeses at? <laughs> You're like, well, I wasn't gonna go, but I'll go now. Cheeses. <laughs> I'll go Fine anywhere. Dining. With you, Michael. <laughs> Fine dining. So good to know. Casey is easily lured away with cheeses. <laughs> when I, when you're sailing the under, underground wine river, you expect to dine pretty well. I need some Cheez-Its, some high-class Cheez-Its to go with that wine. I love when you're trying to tell me about eating healthy and you're like, none of that, none of that was like Cheez-Its or anything. <laughs> now you're like, Cheez-Its, I will go to the, to whatever, I will go to the, the sewer waters to like, <laughs> lay with you I will take, for some Cheez-Its. I will take a Cheez-It out of a rat's mouth. <laughs> I can put you just like battling a rap over a cheese. <laughs> Snap its neck. Sociopaths <laughs> uh, are delusional and literally believe what what they say uh, that what they say becomes truth. And I say this all the time because there's a, there's a lot of people out there like this, folks. They are we walk among us. Seriously, <laughs> people that just believe their own lies. And you're like, are you, are you listening to yourself right now? We know, like, I bet you can count on one hand, or maybe even two, how many people you know that are like this. Um, <coughs> merely because they say it. Charles Manson, the sociopathic murderer, is famous for saying, I've never killed anyone. I don't need to kill anyone. I think it. I have it here, pointing to his temple. I don't need to live in the physical realm. He's so hot. <laughs> But here is how you dispel illusion and get to the truth. Sociopaths are masters at weaving elaborate fictional explanations to justify their actions. When caught red-handed, they respond with anger and threats. Yeah, I've been there. I I hate to keep saying that, but goddamn. Uh, Then weave new fabrications to explain uh, away whatever they were caught doing. A sociopath caught red-handed with a suitcase full of cash uh, he just stole, for example, might declare that he'd actually rescued the money from being stolen by someone else and that he was attempting to find its rightful owner. He's a hero, you see. And yet, in reality, he will simply pocket the money and keep it. If you question him about the money, he will attack you for questioning his honesty. Uh, But, alas, you cannot reason with a sociopath, is what they said in bold. Attempting to do so only wastes your time and annoys the sociopath. Um, So tips for for exposing sociopaths start fact-checking something they claim. Um, sociopaths never answer the facts. Uh, they always attack with the, uh, they always attack the messenger. They invent bizarre tales. I'm just skipping forward. Um, yep. So, oh, hey, as Jim Jones proved, hello, people can be easily swept up in a rational belief in a guru or prophet who literally plans to murder them. Now, <clears throat> Reverend Jim Jones, of course, is famous well, that's where we get the expression "don't drink the Kool Aid" because he passed around Kool Aid to thousands and thousands of people of his uh, people's temple, and uh, they all died because it was poison with cyanide. So. Did he do it too? Current rumor. Uh, you know what? How did I forget that? I think he did. Yes. Yep. Uh, good lord. <clears throat> so. What have we learned here today? <laughs> I mean, you can't never trust anybody. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's what I learned. But there's a lot of people. Wa- like I, I think as I get older, I'm just no- noticing that more and more people are believing their own lies. They act spontaneous and uh, irrational just for attention. I, I blame a lot of social media for that shit too. I feel like with social media too, it's really easy for people to like display their life. In a certain way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're like, I'm going to tell this story and this story. And 
just to get like the attention and then things just kind of spin out. And then at what point do people are like, did I actually do that or not? Like, Right. They, well, they, when they see it, they're like, well, obviously I posted it like this. So that's actually my life. Did I actually do that? I don't know. Right. Exactly. So, <clears throat> but anyway, if you think you're dating a sociopath, do not try to reason with them. Do not try to change them. You will not. These are their issues, not yours. Run, run for the fucking hills. You are so we're we're worth so much more than that. So, anyways, um, <clears throat> we are going to get into let's get into Kennedy. Da or something. Oh shit! Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> and not the MTV VJ that who became a Fox News chick. Um. <laughs> what? Yeah, you don't remember Kennedy? You that no. reference out of where? MTV. She was a, a popular VJ. She works for Fox News, Fox News now, and that surprised the hell out of everybody. Um, oh. but anyway, so there is new evidence. It's new evidence. Um, excuse me about Kennedy that. Uh, Donald Trump was actually debating on if, if he wants to leak or not. <laughs> um, supposedly maybe containing who actually uh, assassinated him. So so it wasn't Harvey Oswald. Oh, well, they didn't necessarily say that. It could be just more proof about it. They didn't really say either way. But why is it Donald Trump's decision? Because I think who's, whoever is in power in the presidency is also in power of the CIA. And what's interesting about the Kennedy assassination is if you watch the video, one of the <laughs> CIA people that kind of line the street, you know, he's got a headset on, and right before he's shot you can see that he's being waved out of the way and he's listening to his headset and he's getting out of the way and he, he looks like he's questioning what they're saying. Like what, what? And he moves and then Kennedy gets shot, which is interesting. It's like telling people that there's new evidence out there to either prove or disprove about his assassination of, you know, who, who, who can't talk, who people think has done it. That's like saying, I got a secret, but I can't tell you. Right. Or it could be another smoke screen to be like, hey, look over here. Let's talk about Kennedy. Oh, to get people's attention off of Donald right. Trump, maybe? When has Donald Trump ever kept a secret? <laughs> like, let's <laughs> be let's be real. If there's anyone it was in this world that we should not trust with, like, our state secrets, it's that man. <laughs> It was Russia. Russia. He's gonna get drunk in Twitter about right. it at like three a.m. Like, yeah, that's why I was uh, in cahoots with Russia this whole time, right? Because it was about Kennedy. Come on, people. Right? Because <laughs> have faith in me. What's his nuts? <laughs> um, God, I can't even think today. Uh, Putin. He's probably like, it was me. <laughs> I shot Kennedy. I feel like Arnold. So, I shot Kennedy. Who's wow, been working wow. on this the whole time? I didn't realize that there was even more information out there. That's that's what makes me think. Is this a smoke screen? Like, I, I just... Who the fuck is like... Why are we talking about I this? I just so happen to be re- working us, but, on uh, the Kennedy case and here's some information. There's one guy in a room somewhere who works for the CIA. That's all he does is try to crack the Kennedy code. Like, hey, there's <laughs> like thousands of people that go missing every day, but I'm going to spend all this time... <laughs> Right. Rewatching the one ten second video that we have of that day. <laughs> obviously, there's not like even if it was true that there is more information out there. I would say it's not that you know, it's nothing that you can you can't change what happened. But and obviously, if whoever is out there, if it was somebody else who killed, probably dead by now. So. That's the thing, that is a is good possibility, but I feel like everyone still wants to know. Like that was a huge moment in history, like such a huge event, and it was just—I mean, it's not the only president who had some bad luck, but nonetheless, it's like a huge. Yeah, event every, in life. everyone from that area, area, era, um, they remember where they were when Kennedy was shot. 
and I'm not saying that it's not a huge deal, but the thing I'm saying is that if you don't want to release the information, obviously the person is, you know, it's not that, it's not something that pertains to today, like to today. Right. Because it's, it's, why, as far why as like you, someone that you're going to prosecute or whatever. Why would you disclose it and to the public and not the family first? Right. And even though half the candidates I just, are so if, dead. if it's not something that you can do anything today about, then why not just mention it just to say, so everyone knows this is the, you know, and maybe even if it wasn't, um, if it was somebody else who assassinated him, then to let, like you said, let the family of, uh, what, what's his name? <laughs> J- J- JFK? No. Oh. Who they thought killed him. Oh, Harvey Oswald. Yeah, Harvey Oswald. To let the uh, family of Harvey Oswald, you know, be more in peace. Yeah, they should be, like, the first ones to know if they find out it's not him. To, right. you know, like... Yeah, it's weird. They said among the 441 materials released include 17 audio files of interviews with Yuri uh, Nosenko a KGB officer who defected the United States in in January 1964. He claimed to be the officer in charge of the KGB file on Lee Harvey Oswald uh, during Oswald's time in the Soviet Union. Um, Other documents released include items related to the probe of Martin Luther King Jr.'s assassination, who was murdered five years after President Kennedy was killed in 1968. In 1992, law requires that the National Archives to preserve the um, approximately 5 million pages of records surrounding the investigation. Most records have been available since the blah, 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 blah. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, they, the, the National Archives on Monday made public over 400 previously unreleased documents related to the CIA and the FBI's investigation of the assassination of President Kennedy. Um, so, yeah, at the same time, they didn't say, like you said, um, leave Harvey Oswald they didn't rule him out they actually did say like um, um, Niseko claimed to be the officer in charge of the KGB file on Lee Harvey Oswald during Oswald's time in the Soviet Union so it could just be right down to the plot of how it happened and um, you know and, and the reasons why Yeah, there was a lot going on at the time the Cold War yeah I feel like, like we never really got to know like details like they just kept all that hidden i feel like unless there's like some secretive reason that they don't want you know the people of the united states to know because there's something shady or whatever was going on with the i don't know something secretive with the government Hmm. which is always a possibility I feel like no matter what they tell us, this is one of those events that will be like, we really don't know for sure the answer. Like, it's just, it's one of those things. Right. Which is a lot of things related to the government. Coincidence? (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) So... Lee Harvey Oswald, like I, you know, it, uh, it's interesting because okay, he he was uh, he was a former U.S. Marine. Um, ooh, oh wait, this is two hours long. Lee Harvey Oswald's phone call before his assassination. Uh, craziness. And there's always um, a, a lot of people say he did not act alone either. That this was uh, this was a group effort. Um, just the, from the angle he was shot, that there were multiple shots fired. Um, what? Okay, Lee Harvey Oswald Little Green Book shows that JFK wasn't the real target. In the hours after the... Okay, I'm sorry. I was just, I'm just reading the LA Times here. I'm going down the rabbit <laughs> hole. In the hours after the Kennedy assassination, after Lee Harvey Oswald shot and killed 
uh, Dallas police officer J.D. Tippett and was identified as the president's assassin. A Secret Service officer named Mike Howard was dispatched to Oswald's apartment. Howard found a little green address book, and on its 17th page under the heading I Will Kill, Oswald listed four men, an FBI agent named James Hostey, a right-wing general Edwin Walker, and Vice President Richard Nixon. At the top of the list was the governor of Texas, John Connolly. Through Connolly's name, Oswald had drawn a dagger with drops of blood dripping downward. Special Agent um, Howard turned the address book over to the FBI and ultimately to the Warren, um, to the Warren Commission. Only sometime later did he learn that the list, with its hugely important insight into the killer's motive, had been torn out of his book. I did hear um, that how about Howard until I after I had published my book, The Accidental Victim, three years ago, on the 50th anniversary of um, his assassination. Uh, so, if you were going to shoot somebody, you know, a list of people, would you put in an address book? Put, I will kill, colon, dot, 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 remember to kill these people. <laughs> Under it depends I will on how kill? smart you are. If you Dear were a diary, if you were that <laughs> smart, it, I mean, that's the thing. He didn't seem that smart. He killed the president. You pulled that off and you're listening who you're going to kill under. I will kill the following people. I have to remember this next to, I got to stop recording. That does sound kind of like a setup. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. That is a little fishy. Isn't it weird? Like, even if he wasn't the smartest man, like he was clearly smart enough to pull this off. If he did. And then also, he was like, what, a Marine? And he was highly ranked and stuff, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, like, clearly uh, he's not completely brain dead, you know? I would compare um, writing. I will kill. Well, we know that these were the people he wanted to kill, because it clearly says, I will kill. (laughs) It's got a signature right next to it, too. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I will kill the following people (laughs) number one (laughs) I don't know why I'm thinking of Ronald McDonald (laughs) I would take him down first too (laughs) all the Russian robots (laughs) Russian robots who was on our I will kill list we're already on the watch list might as well just go ahead and list who you're going to kill well, uh, I don't know. Uh, grandma with blood painting. No. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> the blood painting. Um, it who the hell puts a blood polish. painting in their house? Oh, sorry. Come on, don't breed. Put a blood painting in your house and you think you're going to... Why all my grandson <laughs> would like it? Then <laughs> your grandson's an idiot too because he keeps it in his house. Why Even after it's about to rape his wife. I love grandma blood oil painting. I love you, grandma. Curse the whole damn family. Were you here for that? No. I miss things. Long story short, I think it's a bullshit story. We read a story about this supposed artist who painted like okay a lot of artists have painted in their own blood but apparently he painted a self-portrait of himself in his own blood then killed himself this wound up in a pawn shop grandma buys it because fucking grandma cursed the whole (laughs) damn family because your grandson took it home and he kept it but the, the, the the validity of the story went out the window when you're reading all the things that happened when this painting was there and i'm like why the fuck was it still there what? No. <laughs> Your wife woke up next to a stranger staring in her eyes? No. 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 At what point is your limit where you're like, you know what? Maybe I should just get rid of the painting. Just right. to see what happens. And then, then he like switch rooms. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, that'll help. And then he videotaped like, supposedly, you know, the doors open by themselves and blah, blah, blah. blah. Okay, this story is complete horse shit because there's no way your wife would have let you... L- keep that damn thing in the house if she was about to get raped by a ghost. You would hope not. Right, it's about time she got some. I know my grandson isn't pretend. 
<laughs> but Holly and I had this whole thing where she okay, she was selling the painting, right? And she said $9.99. That's not $999. That's nine dollars ninety-nine cents. Oh in mattress right now, polish. You like the color red? I see a mattress you're not polish. Oh, I've always been a lady in red. <laughs> I've always been a lady in red. <laughs> Is this acrylic paint? I think technically it can be considered watercolor. <laughs> yeah, I like the high gloss on that. <laughs> Does it come with the DNA molecules? <laughs> it looks coagulated. <laughs> the spot seems to be crusting away. It's like an old period. An old period. It just coagulates all over the canvas. Uh, speaking of painting with blood, I have seen like things pop up where like menstrual blood on a canvas. Yeah, like painting with like their own woman, menstrual blood. Woman empowerment paintings. I'm like, <laughs> right. who on earth is saving up? Well, people, you know what? Kelly was sending me people doing placenta art. They made it look like a fish and shit. I feel like I don't want to play with anything that comes out of inside of me. You know? What if, What about somebody else? No, I don't think so either. Would you play with a child? <laughs> no, <laughs> like I, I wouldn't. Just me in Hollywood. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not until they're past Jam's hands. Jam hands. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Oh my god, are we in a circus? <laughs> but who would play with that shit? <laughs> See, I have all these on here, but they're all like really weird, and I don't know what some of them are. I will kill the following people. Like this <laughs> I'm one still is stuck on that. Sorry, this one is literally titled "Pickle in the PBR." Like, what could that actually be? What Just could... press it. Pickle, pickle in the PBR. PBR. Oh, oh, literally pickle, pickle in the PBR. PBR. Okay. <laughs> That's why I'm like I'm terrified. I'm like, oh, what if this terrified. this might be cool? And I'm like, it's like the weirdest. Like it's like a random goat sound. They're just they're not labeled well. I don't trust them. <laughs> so who who would you uh, knock off, Casey? Well, see, I would say Kim Jong, but you'd have to take out the whole damn dynasty. Oh yeah, <clears throat> doable. Well. <laughs> So yeah, one of them at least you, you you know you weaken the you weaken the structure, right? It's like shooting the dynasty in the leg. Like oh, now you hop on one leg. You gotta hit that <laughs> middle one in the bottom of the pyramid. Right. Down Who's there. the strongest of the family? Probably Kim. Coming for you, Kim. <laughs> oh, I love to watch this. He loves to watch show. that one movie first. Oh, um, the interview? Yeah. Watch the interview first. You know what's interesting about the interview is that I think that the whole pulling of the the movie was just a big marketing ploy for it to sell more DVDs because DVDs are... It's like, oh, we're not supposed to be watching this. Right, exactly. Exactly. They're like, oh, we didn't want to get assassinated. Oh, fuck that. Come on, people have written books... You know, about talking bad of King Jong. I wrote a fucking comic book where I behead his precious general in Suchan, North Korea. I'm not scared. So, Come at me, bro. Damn, Casey's calling out the whole family. Now she's like, I would chop you in half. Oh, yeah. I ain't scared of you, bro. I wrote, wrote about you in my book. Read it, bitch. Yeah, I did. I decapitated the shit out of that motherfucker. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Sorry, but pick up, <laughs> pick, up, pick up issues one and two of Nora at sourcepointpress.com. Issue three is at the... I'm spitting. Issue three is at the printer. <laughs> it is going to be out very soon. And uh, there's four issues in volume one. So sourcepointpress.com. If you want to see the decapitated uh, North Korean general, go to issue two. Um, but I don't know. Holly, who's, your, who's on your I will kill list? <laughs> like how it's done in the old lady voice uh you know they actually are on my top of my list as well because that's pretty horrible what they do um who else this is how we do <laughs> we make a move that the pool while we up in the club <laughs> <laughs> all roads lead back to 50 cent 
It's gonna be your like <laughs> your life story in a movie. Well, that's the, you can't kill Fifty Cent. He was like with a few shells. Now he walks with a limp, and he says, "I'm all right." He was shot nine times. Your autobiography should be all roads lead back to Fifty Cent. <laughs> Every it's chapter, true. there's that just is- like a Fifty Cent quote. You slip in there. <laughs> My God, be the title of each uh, chapter. It's a Fifty Cent uh, rap quote. I will help you write this. Like, <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> All right. So well, we got about ten minutes, so we can roll out of here. But um, what else were we going to talk about? Oh, ooh, there's a new ghost show because everybody's coming out with a ghost show. It's like the cool thing. Uh, where was it? Do they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a documentary. <laughs> and, and they all do this documentary like I believe in ghosts but documentary claiming to prove the existence of ghosts um, to screen in Huntsville Sir No Face they're calling it paranormal investigator and documentarian Chad Kalick promises to remove any doubt in the existence of spirits with his latest documentary Sir No Face No Face during Huntsville stopped are you a believer in the supernatural or a skeptic? Paranormal investigator and documentarian, which, okay, that's made up. That's a made up term. I'm sorry. A Chad Kalick promises to remove any doubt with his latest documentary, Sir No Face, during a Huntsville stop on the Sir No Face Lives. That's such a gay name. Sir No Face Lives Tour. Uh, Kalick and Sir No Face producer Justin Holstein will host the event. Um, he worked on Paranormal State, The Ghost Prophecies, and American Ghost Hunter, da 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 da. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to scan to where they talk about why uh, this removes any doubt that they're ghosts, but it just says press release says the event offers attendees the chance to be among the first to see Calix or No Place documentary. Um, uh, which chronicles the Australian government-sanctioned paranormal investigation of Cockatoo Island uh, conducted by Craig Powell and the West Sydney Paranormal Research Team. Well, if all of Australia is behind it, you know it's legit. <laughs> <laughs> the the exiled among us Australians. Did you ever watch the lesbian gay Oh, that ghost gay ghost show? hunters show? No, I didn't. I need to. But, uh, you know, all these... That's the thing. If you weren't there, then you're not giving me... Sol- like, I, I I don't see solid evidence. You know what I mean? I have to be there to experience it. You cannot show me a documentary and say, this proves the existence of ghosts. Come on. All we can do with video, sound... Like, a show is not going to sway me. But, Holly, talk about that contest we're a part of. <laughs> I like that better than the sound effect machine. I'll make my own sound effects. Open. You are the sound effect machine. <laughs> uh, Zach Beggins from Ghost Adventures. Uh, he created a. Actually, he has his own museum now that's has not opened up yet, but it's about to because he lives in Las Vegas and he has taken um, artifacts and things he's bought from people over his. Uh, ghost hunting days or years and taking the most haunted artifacts and he's making a museum out of it. Kind of like the Museum of the Occult. Yeah, kind of like that. Sweet. Scary. Sweet. <laughs> um, so he wanted to create contests because it's about to be open here soon and, and he wanted to also give back to the fans. So part of the contest is to I uh, have a taping of um, possibly two people. He right now is not sure if he's going to do two or one person um, to explore his museum and then also have that same person or people be on his ghost adventure show for a uh, walkthrough of one of the buildings that's haunted as well. So whoever wins would get to travel to Las Vegas and be taped to be on uh you know, two episodes. So Casey and I had created a video of us talking about why we should be picked. But there, 
There's you so, knew that was coming. There's so many entries. I watched this entry where this lady was like talking about how she's a, I think she said she's a medium, and she had this monkey oh, that she uses. <laughs> Did she spank it? That's <laughs> <laughs> she spank it? Which monkeys freak me out, so I can only watch half of it. So in his museum, are they like haunted artifacts and stuff yeah. too? Oh my God. Wouldn't you be terrified of like, Accidentally bringing home some ghosties with you because I would be, I'd be like, that's like, because I've thought about it. If we, if we did actually win, and then I don't know how, how now I'm thinking my Reagan is haunted. And then you're gonna, <laughs> and then you're gonna go Ghosty. to like two on top of not only exploring his museum with haunted stuff in it, you're gonna go explore like two haunted places or one haunted place. You would explore his museum, which has the hearted, hearted, <laughs> the haunted, the haunted heart on, the haunted, the haunted artifacts. And you would also go to. You're speaking uh, in us. You give it Australian dialect now. And you'd also go to a, a, yeah, haunted building or whatever site they're at, which you wouldn't know probably until you get there and they tell you where they're going. So yeah, it's two different places, like. His museum, his own museum, and then a thing with Ghost Adventures where, you know, they go to different places all the time. So it would be. I thought about that, too. Actually. I feel like that's too many opportunities to, like, be I thought about that, too, because I was like, because I was like, if Casey and I did get picked, which, like I said, I don't know, how, I don't know what the odds, because I don't know how many videos were entered and we could have a good chance or we could have, like, the most horrible chance. But I'm terrified of that stuff. <laughs> I, you know what? I My first thought was, OK, I'm going to get freaked out. Of course, but what I would do if I found out I was pi- I was picked out is I would probably call up Casey and be like, "Girl, we got we got to go to a shop right now. Get some <laughs> like get some uh, protection gear. We need giant cross we necklaces. We need to get some uh, protection jewels to wear because shit happens. And we need you to call? bathe in holy water. Like, <laughs> yeah, carry around a little bottle of holy water. <laughs> go to the church. Tell them you're about to go. What you you're need about like to a do. spray bottle. Like, I'm about to get baptized. I never been she baptized. Get baptized on the you property. Been no. <laughs> have you ever seen Natural Libre? Yes. <laughs> Why have you not been baptized? <laughs> I'm going to sneak up. I'll be like with a, a Tupperware bowl full of water and go. <laughs> like, Listen, this is good TV. I'll get baptized on TV before we go in. <laughs> I'm going to say that to you from now. Why you have not been baptized? <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds really cool. Good luck to you guys. Thank you. Watch our death on Don't TV. touch Bye. anything. We're, we're up <laughs> just, against a clairvoyant monkey. Just don't physically touch anything She's like, I'm never doing the boards the for your show ever again. After, if you ever do. If you guys bring back and you're feeling some weird vibes, things start going weird in your house, please don't touch me. If your crotches start itching, please do not come back to the studio. Do I not feel like that's a shirt. different kind of problem. If your crotch is on fire, you might want to get checked. <laughs> your say, crotch is on fire. I feel like that's you. a whole different set of problems. And if that's a ghost doing that to your you, we need Jesus. <laughs> We're the what? We should have done, done that in a video. Yeah. <laughs> your crotch is on fire. Why don't I just Jason in the, ba- in the background and his pants are on fire? Like, ah. <laughs> This is what's gonna happen when we go on your show. So pick us. It's true. <laughs> I, I mean, I can do monkey noises if you want to pretend that I'm like a human monkey. Like. <laughs> Casey, you should have been the monkey. I should have been the you woman. You've been the medium. Oh my god, I could fling <laughs> it like poop. So uh, I have been a medium for the past fifty years, and many people I've have aged well, <laughs> <laughs> and many people have used me um, for their cases to solve unsolved mysteries you know the show i was on the show you know the show and i got this monkey who i use <laughs> for these unsolved mysteries his name's chips <laughs> the case exactly. appears <laughs> like a monkey onesie hell yeah <laughs> she was like i was half into it but now hell yeah i'm all in now now i'm all in my <laughs> chips are in. <laughs> that was actually a perfect one for that. Fuck yeah. He mastered it by the end of the show. <laughs> that was a uh, chimp for uh, my sign off because I think we should wrap it up here. I have to see a woman about a baby. Ooh. 
There was only one other topic I had sent you, but if you want, we can talk about it next time. We'll save it next time. And then we got Titanic coming on. Houston. She's going to talk about the. I don't even know how you do that song. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Insert screams. I wish I was your tired I want to see Michael Jackson sing that song and come back. I believe. You are. <laughs> Insert patch grab. <laughs> oh, I'm all going. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so next time, until next time, I am Casey Pierce. <laughs> I'm Holly. <laughs> oh, Holly. DJ Kate. And I'm DJ Kate. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to the watch. Next time we will be a full length show. I assure you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>